Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. everyone welcome to the self-care matters podcast we're so excited to welcome a special guest today to our podcast conversation and let's give him a second to introduce himself i'm evan let's jump into how he knows us so this is our friend evan and he's going to give you a little insight on why he is here today but more importantly how he came into all of our lives exactly so about 13, 14 years ago, I started dancing, and that's how I met every single one of these people in this room. Um, Nicole, I started dancing with her when we were really young. Jakira, I started dancing with her when she was young. Jackie was my teacher. She was my tap teacher. Um, That was a very interesting time. Yes, having this tap dancer. Very much a tap dancer. Um, After graduating from high school, I went to college. I went to SUNY Brockport. I started dancing there for, I was a dance major there, and then I uh, decided that I didn't know if, what I wanted to do with my life with dance. I didn't know if it was like career-wise, if it was a smart decision, if it was smart on my body, because my body was kind of deteriorating at the same time. And then I decided, you know, dance might be not be the best decision for me, so I just said, you know, I'm gonna leave the department, try to figure out what I also want to do with my life. During that time, I met a boy, <laughs> which was my first ever boyfriend. Never really had a boyfriend before that, and he was three years older than me. We can call him A. And we were together for about a year and a half, and during that year and a half, we were ve- it was a very manipulative relationship, I would say. He was very controlling, didn't make me feel like a human being. I felt like I had to tiptoe on everything that he wanted me to do which became to a point where my depression was so, so bad that I didn't even want to be in school. I was in my sophomore year of school at that time. I had no like dedication to finish my school or nothing. So I dropped out. I dropped out of school in January of 2020, right before COVID hit. And during that time, right when COVID hit, I was at the heaviest that I've ever been. I was 220 pounds, I would say. And during that time, I was like, you know what? I need to focus on myself. I need to try to lose this weight. You know, take some time to lose the weight. Then COVID hit. And then right when COVID hit, I got cheated on by my ex-boyfriend, which he told me over the phone. And it kind of went down like a bad downward spiral from there, you know, like mentally, like didn't really know if I was good enough for anyone else, if I was good and looking enough for anyone else. And kind of brought me down like a really downward spiral with food kind of it kind of put me into like a really deep deep mindset with food and since then food and I kind of had a really rough rocky relationship and I want people to understand that with men that it's normal it's not normal but it's common it can be common because you can see like I've read all the statistics about 
you know, eating disorders and stuff like that. It's about 1% is only in men. You'll see men who are actually talking about, you know, having an eating disorder or anything like that. And I think it's like a big thing that men should not look at eating disorder as a female, like a female disease. Or yeah, I definitely agree with that. Cause like obviously being in the fitness industry, like everyone hears eating disorder and they think like anorexic model, like, or yeah. like whatever. And they forget that it can actually go both ways too. It's men, it's women, it's everything. And it doesn't always mean starving yourself. Like eating disorder has actually been like really redefined as like disordered eating mm-hmm. and like body dysmorphia and all of those things. And that it's so much more common in people you would never expect it. Yeah to be it's not that mental picture we've had for years of like the really skinny person where you can see their ribs and like they're yeah. sick no like it's so much different than that it's your relationship with food now more than it's ever been actually being addressed it's really it you really don't think about it until you're in that situation mm-hmm. you really don't understand the struggles of it until you're in that situation so i think it's a really helpful for people to understand like that eating disorders can be talked about and it should be people should be well feel that they're able to talk about it without feeling like they're being judged judged yeah or being looked at like that was my that's one of my big issues with it is that i always feel like someone's staring at me is that always seeing the stick the skinniness of me It's not like that's all I feel like everyone sees of me. Yeah, like we talked about it a while back on how like you can't even say to somebody like you're not supposed to even say go eat a cheeseburger to a skinny person as much as you shouldn't say go eat a salad to a bigger person. That like those are just things we should stop immediately talking about. It goes back to like there was a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. I brought up somebody saying it to me. This is kind of not the same thing, but like I was at my heaviest. I lost a lot of weight. Mm Mm-hmm. I went into some. I went into a place, and somebody looked at me and said, "Wow, you should really eat a cheeseburger." But then, like, continued to say, "Like, you should stop like working out like as much as you do," or like, like, and just kept going. And it was like, "You're saying all these things to me," and like, thank God at that time, I was still mentally like strong enough. Yeah. So like, I could handle what she was saying to me, but like, you never know what somebody's going through, like. Mental, mentally, like, eating disorder, weight, like, anything, like, their relationship with all of these things, and you're saying this, it's only going to make it worse. You don't know if I have an eating disorder. You don't know. And I, you also don't And know. you're now saying this to me, I'm going to now go, what, a few days, like, because you're saying this, it's only going to make me feel worse. Yeah. And if... I was, like, mind blown. I was like, wow. That's mind blowing to me also. And it's also... A lot of people react differently to how people are to, are in that situation. Like with me, if I felt like if someone was to say something like along those lines about how I looked in my mm-hmm. weight, I would just completely shut down. Like I just would Absolutely. be like, okay, that's fine. And then I won't talk about it. I won't eat for like the next day because I just, yep. it's more of a stress. It's not even like that I'm hungry. It's a stress, which is something that is a really big struggle with it. But so when COVID started, that's when that kind of that began. And I did not talk to anybody about it. I was it was in COVID. So I was alone. I was staying at my grandma's. So I was it was just me and her. I wasn't around anyone else in the family. So it was mainly me and that on my head all the time. And so 
towards June of 2020, I was like, you know what, I need to go back to school. I'm gonna go back to school. So then I decided to go back to Brockport. So I went back to Brockport August of 2021. No, August of 2020. And I started, I was feeling better about myself. I was doing really good. And I met another boy, Homby. He, he to this day is still like the best, best guy I've ever dated. Like, I still love him no matter what. Like, he's still like a great guy. Just, we definitely jumped into it really quickly. We, we started dating in December and we were moved in together by May of the next year. So it was only like six months of us being dating where we moved in together. And we moved into New York City. I was saying, you didn't just move in together. We didn't too. just move like, in together. We moved to New York City we together. We moved to New York City <laughs> together. And at the time, I also didn't have, I didn't finish school. I decided that, you know, I didn't want to finish school. I wanted to just be done with it. So yeah. I stopped school and then saved up for about six months working to move to the city. And so I saved up all my money and we moved to Manhattan in June of 2021 and kind of just went down another spiral from there. It was more just feeling alone all the time down there because in the city, if you've been to the city, you get sucked in there real quick. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like you're in a, a different, you feel like you're in a different world down there. You don't even feel like you're a human being. And when you're thrown in from a small town into a big city, it can shock you. And also, with everything being so expensive down in New York City, it was tremendous. And not having a full set, like, stable job, it's really hard to be able to fully be able to live the New York City experience if you're not fully successful in in yourself and in your job. And that's something that I had to face that whole year that I was down there because I wasn't able to, there were some times where I wasn't even able to pay rent or maybe if I was to pay rent, I wouldn't be able to eat, make probably get groceries or I had to ask mm-hmm. people for money to get groceries. And I hated that. I hated being able, like having to ask people for money. It really made me uncomfortable. And it also just came to a point where I wasn't happy with my job. I was working as a nanny, which that could be a whole other topic. Um, and wasn't happy with there. And thankfully, I got fired from my job about a week before I moved back to New York, back upstate. And it all kind of just, the stars aligned. It kind of was, when I, when I decided to come back, everything just made sense. I had just got fired from my job. I was not really happy in my relationship. I mean, there was just a lot of, I w- it wasn't that I wasn't happy. It was more, I couldn't. I was not mentally there, putting a lot on my my partner. Like, if you're not getting help, you're not doing anything good at all. And I was not getting help, and I was really going down a downward spiral and just lashing out at my ex-boyfriend, and it just wasn't becoming healthy. And I was just like, you know what, I need to step away. I need to get myself help so that I can able to help you or that you're able to do stuff on your own, and I can figure out myself, and we can... Maybe one it's day. Meant to be that exactly. Your roads will come back together. Exactly. So yeah, that's what's been going on for the past. So four that's years. what's been going on with Evan, guys. Mm-hmm. Shakira's face is cracking me up because, like, I've talked to Evan most of this week because mm-hmm. um, he's been back and at the dance studio and whatever. But like, Shakira didn't even know until last night at like 
nine o'clock yeah. that you were coming tonight yeah. or that you were here or like well, anything I here because I saw a picture of him in the studio with the girls for boot camp okay um so I knew he was here but then when Nicole said oh I gotta text Evan to tell him the time switch I was like <laughs> Evan I was like, what? and then I realized I had text Nicole and not the group like text the other uh, day yeah. So I was like, oh, wait, I forgot to, I didn't even text, like, because me and Nicole have been texting about something else when it, like, came yeah. up, so I just kept... we spent five hours together yeah. in the morning. Nicole learned like, about my morning oh my routine. God, yeah, so that was, that was a... It's a lot, right? Evan's lot, been through a lot. It just I, felt like... I honestly have to say with everything that you said about the last four or five years of yeah. your life, you've grown a lot. I, I you've bet. grown you like you can hear it in all of your stories of how like you started off going to college doing this and then you realized that wasn't what you wanted yeah. you're in a, in a relationship that didn't work but you got yourself out you tried to come back and do whatever and mm-hmm. now you just realize that you you need to work on you yeah so it's like in the long run and all of it like this is it's, it's, it's your time. You, and like, that's, it's your time. Honestly, it's one of the reasons I, like, immediately when I was talking to Evan, I was like, oh, my God, you have to come on and talk because what we talk about so much is, like, yeah. the things we do for ourselves and listening to ourselves and knowing when it's time to take that day for yourself or, like, mm-hmm. even for you, that big move for yourself. And you definitely, like, amplify the whole message of it's time for you and you did the things and they're big scary things they like, are. They are. i mean a little bit Huge. less scary to move back home than move away from home but still like how is your family going to react how is everyone going to react when yeah. like, evan comes walking back to the studio and everyone's like evan why are you back well i will, I will say, say a i will lot say that i know who you were that is true but i will say <laughs> when i moved back home i forgot to mention that when i went back to school the second time i my parents separated so yeah, so my parents are not together, and I found out that over the phone from my mother. And that was a really hard thing, because my mother told me before she told my dad about the whole thing. So I was the first one to know about the whole situation happening. So it kind of felt like when I was trying to get myself back together, there was Everything just another... Everything was falling apart as well. There was just... I was, the moment I was like, okay, I'm finally there. Boom, something else happened. It was like a lot of layers. Like it was like at one yeah. step forward, two steps back. Like, exactly. here we go, I got this. Oh wait, no, I don't. Exactly. And I and at that time I didn't know how to process a divorce. And because I was yeah. dealing with my own stuff and now I have to deal with that. So when I when I was deciding to come back from New York back to upstate, I was just like, okay, it's gonna be different. Like I have to like because I my parents are not together, they're living in to- two totally different houses now. So that's just like something that now I have to get used to and just it's a lot of different changes and it's a lot of good changes that I need to actually face because mm-hmm. I feel like when I went to New York, I was running away from everything. I was running away from, you know, my, my parents' problems. I was running away from my problems. I was just trying to live a young life and hopefully everything else will just disappear and Obviously, everything caught up to me. <laughs> and it's the way it works, right? Eventually, exactly. it catches you. You can only run for so long. Exactly. and it caught, But it caught me at a really good time in my life that I was able to come back at a 
very smoothly and easily not have to worry about you know quitting my job finding another job you know yeah. my parents have been very supportive with my move back here they want me to figure myself out because they've even said like last four years you've been running around with the chicken like without with your head chopped off what's that what is it yeah. like a chicken yeah. with its head cut that's exactly what it is that's what i've been running around doing and i haven't been able to enjoy life right and, and i feel like they probably want like evan back like you know yeah. what i mean like they want you into their family the way you used to be yeah and i will say dance was my stress reliever and like a way for me to let out emotions and when i was in the city i wasn't able to do that if i had to do that i had to pay money to do that and it's not the same it's really not the same no from up here so i was like you know what? i need to get back into my happy place so i texted kara <laughs> and now he's back with us and now we're back yes i love that i know i'm really happy though it's a lot of sadness, but it's also a lot of a lot of positive me. things that were coming yeah. out of it, which is good. And that's one thing we wanted to talk to you about is like, what are some of the things like, obviously dance and whatever, but what are some of the other things on your plan of getting back? I would say a lot of rekindling friendships because I feel like when I went away from school, I kind of and when I was trying to figure everything out, I kind of just like dropped a lot of people. Yeah. Or I just lost communication. Well, I mean, Can I like, pop in? yeah, because I mean, you guys used to be like so you close. I know. And, like, we, we were it's besties. your podcast too, Nicole. Nicole, this is yours. I know. So just like listening to everything has been so weird because in high school, me and Evan were quite close. And then I'm like, oh my God, like I knew none of this. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Pretty much. So it's just so weird sitting here, like, my BFF was like, what the fuck has happened? Right, like, I, I text Nicole Monday, and I'm like, did you know Evan was back? And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, got it, you don't, okay. Yeah, I haven't, I will say, it's a lot on my end that, you know, I'm It's so, just, like, like, life. It's life. Yeah. Well, and I think when you weren't happy, like, what I can tell you is, like, times in my life, like, when you're not happy, it's hard to keep those friendships because you don't want to tell her you're not happy. Yeah. So it's easier not to talk to Nicole and, like, yeah. your other friends than it is to express to your friends, 
everything you're going yeah. through. Like, you don't want to be that friend. Like, just, you don't want to be the friend hanging out who's like, okay, listen, I'm struggling with my eating. I'm struggling with my parents. Like, mm-hmm. my relationship sucks. Like, this, that. And then you become that friend. Yeah. And so I it's didn't easier be to that not, friend. not be a friend at all than to be that friend. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, you don't want to be the burden never, on your friends and like unload all that of way. that. It's easier to meet new people yeah. and totally just be like, yeah, I'm great. Than it is to be like, Nicole, listen, like this is how you knew me. However, this is what's going on in my head. I will say that I'm usually the kind of person that doesn't like to let off my feelings toward, about like how I'm feeling towards other people. Because right. I, at the end of the day, I'm like, they don't care. Like it's not their life. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not going to look back at it in the next 30 minutes be like, oh my god, Evan really is, like, going through it. Like, no, he's not. Like, but as you get older, you're going to realize they are. In the yeah. I do care. It kind of just becomes, well, with one of the things was, like, I always try to just pretend that I'm okay. I always was like, I'm okay. It's fine. But with the, I would say when it becomes with the eating, that's hard to hide. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing to hide because, obviously, if you're you're getting skinnier and skinnier and skinnier quicker and quicker and quicker obviously you're gonna be like are you okay is everything okay and i for the longest time was just like i'm fine i have to say for somebody who lost weight going to the gym consistently Mm -hmm. with jackie and eating healthier i still had all of my friends and the people that like knew me very well look at me and ask me if i was okay Mm -hmm. because they thought i wasn't eating they were like, are you sure you're eating? I will literally go and buy food. And I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. I have been eating. So it's like, no matter what way you're, no matter what way it happens, mm-hmm. it's, you're you're going to be judged. It's no always, matter what. Food no is like the most what. judgmental thing we actually do to people. Like in general, it's just, if I you're just eating too much, like people are judging you. If you don't eat, people are judging you. Like, I don't know what it is about our relationship with food as people but we immediately like judge somebody's meal judge somebody's health based on like what they're eating yeah like with me and we've talked about this before like i know me and jakira at least i don't know if we ever but like with me sometimes doing what i do like i'll be at a party and eat a cupcake and i'll get like oh you're eating that Yep. And you're like, yep, just going to enjoy the cupcake. Thanks very much. Like, it's a birthday party like yeah. everyone else. But mm-hmm. then if I'm not, it's like the opposite. Like, we were at a barbecue yesterday, and I didn't eat a brownie. And everybody else was eating a brownie and s'mores and all that. I, If you know me, I had a grown-up drink. Yep. Oh, at my the God. Party. I know. But I can't do what? I can't have grown-up drinks and sweets. It doesn't mix in my body. Mm-mm. I know this about myself. Oh, of course you're not having a s'mores with us. Oh, don't look. This is my second s'mores. And I'm like, I don't give a crap if this is your second s'mores. I am not not eating that s'mores because calories, fat, and whatever. I'm eating it, not eating it because I will throw up. Yeah. Like, but it's you're immediately judged by what you do or do not eat. And I will also say that when people are trying to talk to other people about their food, that they should think about what they're saying before they say it. Like, what... Think someone else is going through try to look at it on their point of view if you're with their with your words jackie has a quote that i really like and that i use pretty often and it's if you can't if somebody can't change it in five seconds don't say it i like that that's like, like that. my rule to live if by I, my life coaching business that's my big like push. if i can't if you're gonna look at me and tell me i'm too small and i'm too skinny and i can't change that in five seconds don't say it yeah if you're gonna look at me and say like i don't want to hear it 
No. I don't. Absolutely nope. not. It's all based on, like, you know, you're allowed to say, like, you have a booger or, like, your bra strap is showing. But, like, anything that just that person can't change, just leave it alone. And if you need to bring it up, like, if you're truly, truly nervous about somebody, their health, their habits and all of that, go to somebody who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. before you just walk up to that person and be like, are you eating? Because it doesn't look like you're eating. And you're like... Because those are trigger words. Like, thanks. Like... Yeah, that's just not... You're like, awesome. I'm glad I look horrible. Like, or whatever whatever it is. Yeah. Like, and it works both ways, too. Because, like, I had a mom say to me once, like, if you know me, I'm cold. Like, all the time in the winter. So it's, like, the biggest sweatpants you've ever seen to teach with, like, the shirt that, like, is mm-hmm. huge on me. And then, like, the weather kind of shifted... And I wore just regular clothes, like leggings and a tank top one day to teach. And I had a mom say to me, I was not as fluffy as she thought I was. Like, what does that even mean? What and I was like, mean? what, like, thank you? Like, what do you say to that? Like, but if you're in the wrong headspace and you say those things to people, like, I'm in a fine headspace. I looked at her and I was like, or I'm just usually cold. So I wear more clothing than this. Like, mm-hmm. It's not that I was bigger underneath the sweatpants. Like, same size I was. I was just really cold. If you know where we teach dance, you know that some days we don't have heat in every room. There's one specific room that does not have heat. Which one is it? Not telling you, because you're going to not try to be in it this year. But (laughs) that's where I was all last year. Like, so it had nothing to do with my size. I'm like, it's just really cold. But I'm like, you don't know. Like, you say that to the wrong person. And then they go through that tailspin. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a keep it to yourself. If you can't change it, don't say it. Exactly. And with me, it's also when you look at it in a relationship aspect, you know, if you can't love yourself, how can you love someone else? Correct. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was more like, I'm not even happy with myself. I'm not even happy with the way that I'm looking. How can I be happy with him or for him if I'm not even happy right. for or with myself? So it took a lot for me to step away so that I'm able to get myself happy and be able to get myself into better looking shape. So so what are some of the other things? So you're teaching, like where's your, you know, what's your like plan a little bit? And I know this is all very new. Mm -hmm. Like, so I don't expect you to have like a big plan worked out yet. I don't have, yeah, (laughs) plans right now. I feel like I've been living with plans for the past couple years that I kind of just want to stop. Go with, with the flow. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Exactly. Like, Sometimes that's the best self-care plan you can have. Like, like, just be like, whatever. Like, I'm going to do the dance, and then I'm possibly going to go back to working at a daycare. And, nice. And um, do that during the day. Not full-time. I'm just going to do part-time because I still... I'm also doing real estate school. I've been doing that since April. And it's kind of like I can jump in whenever I want to do it. So I'm waiting till. I want to be able to make sure I'm better for myself so that I can give my 100% to school because if I'm not going to give my 100% to school, I'm not going to do it. So, and then I'm also trying to spend more time with my family, you know, seeing them more often, helping them out, and doing, is it TRX training? Yeah, it's TRX training now. I'm doing that now. I know. We got to schedule the next. Yes, we do have to schedule your week, too. I looked at my week. I was like, oh, I need to text Evan. There's a whole list. Like, for some reason, last week, I let everybody leave without talking about, like, next week. It's a weird vacation week. I imagine you're going to rekindle your friendships. Exactly. No. 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 
No. Nicole's like, we're over it. No, we're, we're not done. friends anymore. We broke up. We broke up. <laughs> <laughs> but I also just want to be able to live my life and be a young 20 year old. I want to travel. I want to go and travel and see where I want to go. Cause I don't even know. I've only been in New York. I've never really been anywhere else. I want to be able to oh, travel all over. Oh, the world is gorgeous. Go see it while you can. I know. That's like my one thing I want to do is travel. Are you staying at your parents' home or house or are you looking for an apartment? I'm staying at my dad's house. Nice. I want to save money. Cause I've been, rent down there, I will say I paid, I paid oh, 20. You, you I, gotta tell me. I will say I paid for a one bedroom. Well, my first apartment, was a two bedroom. It was 26 a month. With a, and that first apartment had no, I didn't have a working oven for a whole year. I had a hot plate. I'm sure no washer and dryer. Nope. I'm sure it was like 550 square feet. Yep. Right? It was like Maybe the size less. of this living room. It was probably, <laughs> Not yeah. even the living room. I would say it was the length of the kitchen to mm -hmm. the living room. That was the length of it. And then my second apartment, was twenty six hundred also, but that was a one bedroom, and that one had a laundry. Where were you located? Oh, so you were in Manhattan. In Manhattan, I didn't know. Well, it was more my ex. He okay. he knew more New York City more than okay. I did. So okay. he was because his sister lives down there. So Makes he sense. was like, let's try to be like near there. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. And, and then you're like, but I do. Now, like, looking back, Evan's like, no, I cared. Well, I should have had a little bit more say in this. Well, the first apartment was crazy, we had a crazy neighbor. Like, we had squatter situations, we had people try to break into our apartment, had to call the cops, had um, glass breaking, yeah, naked men walking in our hallway. Which is like crazy for us, because I'm thinking like, if I'm paying like over $2,000 a month to live in something like where we are, yeah, like, it's gonna be the most luxury apartment complex like this area has to offer. And I'm just sitting here thinking in my head that this is so normal that right. like, you're sitting there saying this and I'm ready to right. laugh. That's just like, I want to go to your apartment building. Let's see it. No, right. And like it it's like, just what New York is about. We had yeah. to get a ring camera because it got so bad because our door didn't have, a, we didn't have like those peepholes. So we couldn't see. You couldn't see out. Unless we opened the door. Oh yeah, I don't like that. So I didn't like that because yeah. if I opened the door, I would see a naked man just standing right there asking to come in. I'm like, no. Or even just, or. you never even know, like, you never know no. to begin with, so. So, we broke our lease with that place, and we found another one, and then that's when I was, it was like, a month later is when I realized, no, I gotta get out of here. I love the city. I will say it was a lot of fun. I don't regret it. I have no regrets Good. moving down there, because it was, Good. it was a fun time, and I feel like if I was, I would say this, if I was financially stable, and I had more friends down there, I would be good. <laughs> I always say it. the city's fun to, like, go visit. Yeah. Like, spend a few weeks, spend a week here or there, spend a long weekend. But I don't know if I could handle, like, the constant. It can it can be a lot. It can be a lot. The subway's downtime. hot. Subway's hot. Subway's very hot. Really gross. It's really with. gross. It's just... It smells like pee. Mm-hmm. You might walk past a pile of poop on the floor. Oh, you yeah. You never know. You never know. Nicole's like, oh, we're not visiting the city. A drunk guy was sitting was, on the bench, drawn. Uh, it's all just like part of the again. culture, Nicole. And That's what New Yorkers like to say too. Yeah. It's just the culture. Yeah. You like, go but in it. our Honestly, small town, like we walk by a pile of poop. We're like, like, no. When you're when you're in the city and you're just you're just there and you're just walking, like all of these things are so normal that like you see it so much that you're just like, I don't even care. Like it doesn't even bother me. 
No, yeah. So yeah. many people like coming up to you, like, oh, I got this, or I have this, or what's this, or like, here, come. Cool. Like, gotta go by. <laughs> I See never ya. talked to anybody in the streets. I just had my headphones in oh. and just walked straight. Did not look at anyone, did not do nothing. You can't give them the time of day because then once you do, oh, you're like that fast friend. That's the problem starter. You keep your sunglasses on, head high, you walk, nobody will mess with you. No one. You gotta keep going. And that's also the problem is that people don't know how to walk in the city. No, they don't. And if you're in the city, you gotta know how to speed walk. If you can't oh, speed yeah. walk, get the hell out of my way. Exactly. We got places to be. We're on a mission. Mm-hmm. We got boom, 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 boom. And I did get to meet some amazing people down there. Like, I got to party with Sabrina Carpenter. Nice. That was fun. Dove Cameron. Um, I don't know who else. I almost saw Lady Gaga. I almost saw her. She was, walk- she was right in Columbus Circle, and I just walked by because they were doing the premiere of Gucci. The city is a lot of fun. I would See, so it wasn't, like, all bad, and you learned a lot about yourself there. I did. I just needed to, I just need to get myself happy again. Right. Because, like... With that whole first apartment, I never felt safe, obviously. I never felt safe in that apartment because I never knew what was going to happen. And, like, who wants to live someplace where they just can't relax, can't feel safe, can't be comfortable? And why not come back up here and see all the green? Right. I need some green. It's a good season, too. Like, we're about to hit fall. You can go apple picking. I'm ready for apple picking. Right? Like, who's not ready for that? And haunted hayrides. See, now I have things you can do with Nicole. Like, you just made your list there. A friendship reconnecting on a Haunted Hayride. Well, remember the last time we went to the Haunted Hayride? Double M? We went with... She said, who'd we go with? Both Michaela's, and then... Did Adam go? Adam went. Adam. Michaela's little brother was there. Listen, that was a fun time. See, you guys can do that again. I know. Not I, with probably the same people. I definitely... No, definitely not. I want to get take this time to get out of my shell more. Because, like, when I did move move away, I had just kind of come out of the closet. I was only, like, a year out. And I feel like now that I've been out for a couple of years now, I'm able to... Let's be honest, Evan. You may not have known. No, I knew. <laughs> I mean, everyone knew. I just didn't know what to say. He didn't officially. <laughs> officially come out until, yeah, junior yeah. year. Junior year. Junior year of high school, I came out. I didn't that forever. What year did you graduate? 2018. I feel like Shakira's like thinking. I'm 22 right now. I am. I'm like trying to like figure out like your junior year. Oh wait, I graduated. I wasn't. You were you're two years older than me, right? Yeah. So you were a year out. Yeah, that's crazy. And I. So that's. I like obviously. I knew. Everyone knew. (laughs) Shakira, I don't ever. I don't ever recall like you. I never remember you actually like no coming out. Coming out. There. I just no. think everyone like Nicole. Did I tell you? Yeah, you and Adam both did it around the same time. Yeah, Adam and I came out together, at, like literally to oh, each sorry, other. Sorry, Adam. It like, was really funny. Just... Sorry, Adam. Love you. Does <laughs> like... <laughs> no. Adam listen? Because like, I think you told me and Michaela together, and we were both just like, we know Ev. Like, like... we know. It wasn't a surprise, but I will say that after I did come out and. After many years of figuring myself out, I definitely feel more comfortable in my own sexuality and skin. I love that for you. So it's amazing. Nice. Now I'm just trying to get myself. Now you gotta get everything else. Everything else right? back up, kind of thing. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining of us. Of course. We're happy you said yes to us. I know. I was really. I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I heard it because I honestly hadn't hadn't seen. I heard about the podcast. So we hadn't, hadn't been listening. Hadn't been listening. 
I will say this. <laughs> but after I did, I did listen, and it was really good. Oh, and I was like, now I know what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> See? All right, well, thank you so much for joining us. And for everyone listening, let us know what you think of today's episode, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank <laughs> you.